Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. Today's episode, I sit down with Isabel Campbell. Um, oh, I mean, when, when I got the email saying that she was doing this, this, this project, um, uh, I, I hit up, there was, there's countless people that have been remixing it and working on this project. And Isabel was one of the people that was involved in it. And I, and I went back to the person that was uh, doing the press. I was like, look, is there any chance that I can get some time with Isabel? Because I'm, I'm a huge fan uh, from, you know, from my work with Bell and Sebastian and, and obviously the, the incredible records with um, Mark Lanigan. Uh, and I just got to, to spend 45 minutes with her. We recorded it in uh, on the 19th of July, the hottest day of the year. Um, Isabel was, I think we talk about this at the beginning anyway, but uh, Isabel was literally on her phone uh, on the promenade by the beach uh, in St. Leonard's, I believe it was. Um, and, and she looked so cool, big, big beach hat and, and, and sunglasses looking cool as hell. Uh, and yeah, we spoke about some great records. Uh, at one point, there is uh, a, a guy drinking a two litre bottle of cider next to her, kind of um, coughing and, 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 and judging, her, uh, judging her music choices. Um, but it's a lovely episode. And, uh, and I don't think I've ever recorded one where somebody's literally sitting by the side of the beach. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cracker. Before we get on with it, a few thanks. Thanks to um, Scrooby's Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. Big love to you lot for listening. Huge love to 76 for producing this podcast. If um, Isabel is the reason that you've come over and, and, and listened to this podcast for the first time, hello, uh, I'm Stu. Uh, I host the podcast, and um, you're, you're, you've turned up late to a party, but it's all right because it's a super welcoming party, and the guests at the party so far have been really good. Um if you like Isabel's music, then have a look in the back catalogue because um, you can hear me talking to Ben and Sebastian. Um, and if you like your indie stuff, you can hear me talking to ooh, who, have I, who have I had on? Sleeve of Mods, Idols, Suede, Foles, The Killers. Um, and if you like your rock, Foo Fighters, Motley Crue, um, Actors, uh, Thomas Turgus, Michael Smiley, Maxine Peake. Joe Hartley, Amanda Abington. Um, if you like your producers, uh, Butch Vig, um, Fatboy Slim, comedians. I've had stacks, but yeah, if you like your, your you know, your, your guitar music, then go and have a look. Because I'll probably say that three hundred of the four hundred episodes are all uh, probably guitar music acts, artists. So go and go and have a rummage in the archives once you finish today's episode. Um, 
If you'd like to get access to even more stuff uh, and you'd like to support the podcast, then there's a really easy way you can do that. And it costs a dollar a month, so 20p a week, I think it is. Uh, and for that, you get to watch all the episodes with no adverts because um, I put all the videos on the Patreon. Uh, I put up radio shows. I put up Spotify playlists, um, all sorts of stuff. Like I try and put up you know, quite a few bits each week to give you loads to to uh to stick in your ear rolls uh and you can find out about that like i say it's uh, it's a dollar a month and it just basically goes in the pot to help cover the production of the podcast uh and you can find out about that and everything else at the website which is off the beat and track podcast.com that's beat and not beaten um right let's get on with it please enjoy today's episode with the delightful isabel campbell Sorry, ladies and gents, I've just got to jump in quickly and tell you that this podcast is proud to be in partnership with Hotel Chocolat. That's right. Hotel Chocolat, those people that make all the delicious chocolatey stuff, right? They have been my partner now for close to two years, and I can't thank them enough. Um, And one way that I can kind of help them is by telling all you lot about what they're up to. You know all about the chocolate stuff because you, you go and get your chocolates from there, but some of you like a little tipple of booze, right? So if you do, you need to check out their velvetized cream range. So what they've done is they've got loads of all your favourite spirits and then they've added their lovely chocolatey, magic-y stuff to it. So you can get like, uh, my favourite's the mint chocolate one. Go check out their mint chocolate velvetized cream because it is delicious. The salted caramel one will blow your socks off as well. There's loads. You need to go and check out uh, the alcohol range that um, Hotel Chocolat do. And I'm proud to tell you that this podcast is in partnership with Hotel Chocolat. Go check them out. But right now, get back to the podcast. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. It me, Stew Whipping. Okay, we are recording. Isabel, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, just to give this this podcast a little bit of context, like um, Isabel's sitting on the beach, like literally by the side of the sea. <laughs> uh, on we're recording this on, I think, the hottest day in in, in Great Britain or whatever. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Isabel's literally just told me that as soon as we're done, she's going to go and run into the sea. So I'm I'm very jealous. <laughs> but it's the only place to be. It's too. It's a. Uh melting melting it's, it's hotter than california right now oh, here. it's ridiculous i'm not complaining though i'm not complaining i literally no. got back from barcelona on on sunday and i don't know like normally like you get off the plane on holiday and feel like you're on like in a hot country i got off the plane in the uk which normally means right stick your coat on you know stick your hat on because it's going to be freezing and it was warmer getting off in the uk than what it was in spain it's ridiculous uh, um well, this is... Uh, then, tomorrow, tomorrow that changes, right? It's like back to just the usual I would tomorrow. have thought so. We don't get a lot of it. Max it while we can. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll I will be look. in a soon enough. <laughs> let's be... Let's get... <laughs> um, okay, well, look. Um, before we get into um, your, your song picks today, Isabel, I want to ask you, please, just sort of cast your mind back to to times when we weren't allowed to go and hang out on beaches and, and, and go and hang out with each other. Just, I, I just, I'm interested in, in lockdown a little bit and just how you found that um, 18 months, how you found that both both personally and creatively. Um, 
Um, it's been quite wild, hasn't it? I mean, it's been tough for all of us in like so many different ways. I feel. Um, don't know. Uh, yeah, no, no, we never really saw this coming, did we? So, well, I, I didn't anyway. Um, for me, it was a. Uh, I've been in d different countries throughout it, which has been really weird. So um, uh, that's been there. It's been it's been an unsettled time for all of us, but yeah, definitely for me as well. <laughs> but creatively, quite good because well, I mean, it's the world's changed. The world's changing. So much is happening everywhere, and um, we've got to pay attention to that and adapt. Um, you know, and, and it's been it's been very it's been sad for and it really uh, like lots of grief for so many yeah. people. But um, but then we've still got each other to reach out to and stuff. So it's. Like it, a lot going on right yeah. now. It's hard to even find words, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about uh, something uh, a little more fun, I guess. And that, that's that's the constant uh, joy that is music. Um, and to start your playlist, Isabel, I'm going to ask you, please, to tell me the song that you regard as having the greatest ever intro, please. Oh my. Song is a uh, tongue de l'amour by Francois Hardy. I just love the surf. Uh, dong, 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 dong. I, I love it in Moonrise Kingdom, and because like I love Wes Anderson, and uh, but but um, it's such a love. I lo I'm, I'm most I've always adored her, Francois Hardy, and like she's one of the reasons why I I, I even even attempted to sing really because uh i didn't i didn't know that you could if you weren't like janice joplin or yeah. aretha franklin you know what i mean so uh, yeah the intro is just it's this surf guitar like i love i love love surf guitar and uh i don't know those old french records just they're just like the coolest like they just sound so cool like they have the perfect reverbs the perfect twang. It's just my favourite. <laughs> in, in regards to intros, Isabel, like when you're when you're writing, um, the kind of the way that pop music seems to be going uh, seems to be getting shorter, and there seems to be lots of kind of artists now and songwriters like straight away start with the chorus, and and I guess a lot of that is driven by pop artists wanting to sort of feature on Spotify playlists and all of these things that seem to be part of the machine now to kind of get your music further afield. And, and I just wonder when you're writing, does any of that kind of trends in songwriting and playlists and ever sort of filter into your creative process? I'm sure it must like, um, you know, like, Un, you know subconsciously but actually I'm so I'm such an old get you know like I'm <laughs> I, there's no like I, I mean 
I don't even think I realize what an old git I am. Like, yeah. um, because I'm just like, like kind of young inside, but um, I don't think about any of it, you know, like, because, cause like, first of all, take the rule book and then just throw it away. And then, sec- like, like, that's always been my, I've always been a misfit and a weirdo. So, but, but, also, the machine, to my mind, is pretty janky. It's like a bit broken. Sorry, so, sorry. did you just say the word janky? Yeah, janky. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, th- I, thought, I thought calling something jank was very Essex. Like, that's the first, <laughs> that was the first I've heard anyone else say janky. I'm loving that. <laughs> janky. I, 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 like, um, I've heard Americans use that word. And, 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 and like... I, it's janky. Like I use that word all the time. There's a lot of jank in this life. I'm loving that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, I just don't. I'm totally. Okay. I, I'm like the commercial. I'm like in my own orbit. I was I was sync with a lot, um, but just owning it. So. <laughs> okay. Well, but I, I know people do like, oh, yeah, let's do this or that. I mean, I got asked to like songwriting things, or and I'm just like, no, you know, it yeah. just it's not my bag. It's not, not for me. Well, I'm going to take you back now, and and I'm going to ask Isabel, please, to tell me the first song that you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Um, that was uh, "Bright Eyes" by Art Gark Funko. <laughs> That'd do it, wouldn't it? That's because I'm a no. It would do it, like, because I remember just being like, I, I, when, when I was looking to research the question for you, um, I, I even like, I watched and I start crying immediately, like, like it's just like too sad. The oboe introduction and and that's sad. without dead rabbits. I know. It's when Hazel. It's like when it's apparently it's when Hazel dies, and oh. I, I remember watching gutted. I was completely gutted. I honestly think I'm I'm 49 years of age, and I think that that was probably the first time I encountered death and emotion in general. I was devastated when I saw that throwing Art Garfunkel's vocals. <laughs> oh, it's carnage, isn't it? it and because. Uh, his voice is like so evocative, anyway. Yeah. And then, yeah, add dead rabbits and they <laughs> just like the tune and like, like, because even like on the early Simon and Garfunkel stuff, it's like, you know, he would bring a tear to a glass eye that one. Yeah. And then, but yeah, bright eyes. It was a no-brainer. I didn't like sometimes questions are hard, and as like, oh, don't know, but. Yeah, bright eyes. Oof, every time. I'll tell, you, I, I'll tell you how much that scarred me, right? That that scene in that film, right? About 15 years ago, I was driving home from, from uh, I work in a, a, a nightclub, and I, and I was driving home from there. And I run a rabbit over in the middle of the road, but before I run it over, it literally, this is pathetic, made eye contact with me, right? And that was it. 
I was just like, oh no. And it all come back. I could hear Art Garfunkel and I was like, that's it. And I, and I thought, right. And I met, <laughs> I did meet me after that for nine years. I was like, that's it. I can't, I just can't go back. That's just absolutely destroyed me. And I blame Watership Dan and Art Garfunkel and Bright Eyes essentially for that. Um, it's very, it's a, it's a heart wrench. But he won Art Garfunkel. He didn't write it, did he? I think Mike Bat wrote that, didn't he? That's true. That's the Wolves guy, isn't it? Yeah. The, <laughs> that's got to be rough, isn't it? I actually, I actually had a manager that was in, he was, he went on top of the pops dressed as a Womble, a manager that I had once. Oh, I mean, if you're at a dinner, at a dinner party, you just drop that in. That's a killer line, isn't it? I was a Womble with Mike Battle. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. From the pops. <laughs> no, I'd love to have been a womble. Remember, you're a womble. Oh dear! Did you ever get to? Did you ever get to do top of the pops? I did. Um, why did my screen go dark? Oh, never mind. Um, yes, I did. Um, we did the Bell and Sebastian Legal Man. We did it. Tell, tell me about that, because I'm fascinated, Isabel, with, with, with people that I presume you grew up watching Top of the Pops and it being, you know, your, yeah. your, your insight into what pop stars look like and getting to see them perform. And, and it was an institution, wasn't it? And I just I'm always fascinated when I speak to people on here that, have, uh, that, that, that got on Top of the Pops. If it delivered when you finally got to the studio and, and, you know, you're on Top of the Pops, did it feel like... And it sounds stupid, but did it feel like, right, I've made it now. I'm on top of the pops. Like, tell me about the experience actually, for you. I was a bit um, depressed afterwards because uh, we did it. And um, I'm a bit like I'm a bit like that Peggy Lee song, you know, like, is that all there is? Like, yeah. is that all there is to a circus? Is that all there is to top of the pops? <laughs> we did it. I was, like, really nervous um, and... But it was like so exciting. Yeah. But um, and like Chrissy Hind was in the bar wow. at, afterwards, and she was she had kicked her shoes off, and her stockings were laddered, and she was like, as they say in Glasgow, she was a gain it loudy. 
<laughs> she was like uh, playing guitar and singing in the in the bar. Everything was, you'd expect Chrissy Hunt to be doing, right? That was fun. Um, and then the rest of the band, they went to and broke into the EastEnders set and went to the Queen Vic and stuff. Had a beer in the Queen Vic. How cool was that? <laughs> and they got like uh, they got. Um, like Richard, the drummer, had like a pee-pee in Albert Square. Like, and then they, they ended up like, uh, they were in the Queen Vic, like pulling pints and like posing at the bar. And then um, and then they got chased by security. But the whole time I was just like mesmerized by Chrissy. <laughs> I was just like mesmerized thinking, wow, you're like a, you're, you're, you're dynamite, you know? But um, that was top of the pops. But afterwards it was like, for me, I've always had a bit of a morose streak. <laughs> but like afterwards, I think I was like, I was like, ah, oh, we've done that. Oh, that's, oh, that's over now. Oh. <laughs> so it's, I, never, I it's like never that exciting when you get to actually look behind the curtain, is it? It's it's always a bit more magical on the other side, isn't it? I know, like in, in I know in, in the Wizard of Oz, like, but. I want. I'd like to look behind the curtain one day and then be like, "Oh my god, that's the best thing ever!" <laughs> they want, it, it was exciting, and that, but I, it was. It, it was. It was good, and I'm glad. I'm glad we did it. I still think it exists. Like, why is there no top of the box? Like, it's crazy, right? Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's like weird to think. I'm going to stay in the formative years for the next track. It's well, and I'm going to ask you, please, to tell me the song that reminds you of your time at school, please. Oh, I didn't see that question. Oh. But, um, oh, oh, no, it was. Oh, no, it was. Yes, no, I do. I tell a lie. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Uh, that's one primary, like we were all mad for Ghostbusters oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ray Parkinson. <laughs> it's but do you know what? It's like, it, you look back and laugh now, but at the time, like it was just the coolest thing ever, Ghostbusters, wasn't it? It was, it was, and all the ghosties and like when they escaped and they're just like, uh, what's his face, Bill Murray? Like, I mean, he's always like. He's always the coolest, but yeah, yeah. It's, um, because uh, um, we were all talking about it, like going to the cinema to see it, and like Cameron Glenn, like she's like, oh, Temple goes, oh, is that? And like, um, Olivia Newton John, let's get physical. Oh. I remember we all had a big discussion about that video afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would have been about twelve or eleven or twelve when that came out, and yeah, that that resonated that video. I remember thinking yes. that Sandy from Greece has had an upgrade to this. This is like, oh my yeah. god, how do I how do I deal she, with this? <laughs> yeah, she got she got she got a little naughty. <laughs> she got a little naughty. Uh, yeah. Well, how did um how did you find school, Isabel? Was it an experience you enjoyed? I loved it. Like, um, I'd say early, well, apart from, like, I was the first person to, I was the first kid in my year to get a punishment exercise. <laughs> I got one in, like, primary two for, like, whipping a boy with my skipping ropes. But 
um, I just felt like the headmaster's hand just like, like on my shoulder, like yanking me off. But uh, I liked school. I loved it um, until I was about 14 and then I hated it. Um, but I was like thrown out of the music school and then um, because I'd because I'd downed like a whole bottle of vodka and been unconscious, which is fair enough. Um, so I kind of struggled with the rules. Yeah. Uh, so when I got older, I couldn't, couldn't wait to leave. And just like the conformity, I couldn't really, uh, I didn't see the point. <laughs> Did you know what you wanted to do when you was at school? Was music something that was already starting to kind of, you know, find an important place in you? I definitely wanted to do music, but I didn't think I would be able to. Like, I wanted to, but my granny, my granny was like, eh, "Be a nurse," and I'm like, "I don't think I don't 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 want to be. It's very noble, but I don't don't want to." And then she's like, "Be a nurse or get into computers." Like, if I'd gone into computers. I mean, war betide the world if I'd been <laughs> really bad. So do you think that's... Because I, I wanted to be a musician when I was at school and it, it certainly wasn't encouraged and, and I didn't necessarily think it was something that I could be. Do you, do you think that's... Do you think that's a working class thing? Computers? No, or... no. Wanting to, be a mus- wanting to be a music but not really thinking it was possible. <laughs> Maybe, but like I remember, but I always think for working class, right? Like, see, in our day, oh, I am an old get. Like in our day, um, I feel like you could be like David Beckham, like, a, or you could be like a football star, yeah, or you could be a rock star. And for working class people, like that was a way to like get. I, I don't. I don't, know, I don't know. Is that still possible these days? I'm not, not sure. I don't know. There wasn't many. Maybe not. Maybe in sport, but maybe not as much in music. Yeah, I think the, the arts definitely. Maybe it helps if you you come from money. I, I certainly there certainly wasn't anybody called Benedict Cumberbatch in my school. I know that. No, far far to love, love. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like uh, I know it's a bit. I think, like, the way it went that, like, um, you know, that I've, I've definitely heard myself saying that, like, it's gone back to the days of, like, Beethoven and, like, you could, you can be, like, a sort of, it's either for rich people, the music business, or you can be, like, a rich person's pet, like, sort of musician to the courts and the king, which is... It all kind of stinks a bit. Yeah. I've definitely caught, like, I think now, like, unless you really, really like everything lines up and is fantastic, like, um, you either have to be like well established or so many, it's just not, it's just very different to what yeah. it used to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, last one in the formative years. I'm going to ask you, um, please, Isabel, tell me the first song you remember buying from a record shop. Um, it was Fiona McClellan and I, um, and 
we went to Boots when it sold music. Boots the chemist, yeah. and then I bought the seven inch of Taylor Dane "Tell It to My Heart," oh. and she bought. Um, I should be so lucky, Kylie Minogue. But we, um, and the idea was that we would share, but we didn't really share. So, I mean, that's a cool little pop song, isn't it? Tell it to my heart. Yes, it is, it's quite like um, it rings true to this day. Like a, you know, it's quite a, yeah. And if I remember Personal rightly, she was she. Uh, I think she. Um, I had I had someone on the podcast ages ago that um, Lucia what was her second name? She she grew up with Taylor Dane and and I think they were like all pals with like Madonna and apparently they were all sort of like young scallies in 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 New York in the early eighties and they all sort of tried to sort of find their way. Obviously Madonna's story was well documented, but you know Taylor Dane had her moment. There was that Prove Your Love. That was the next one, wasn't it? Like she had a few she had a few tunes. I, oh, God, I need to check that out now. But it, was she a New Yorker then? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but uh, that was a cracking little tune, Kelly, to my heart. Yeah. It's like, uh, where is she now? I don't know. I don't know. Not in Essex. Maybe <laughs> no. she's in Essex. <laughs> I'd be surprised. But I had to get my tel- cello in Essex. I had to go to Southend-on-Sea to get my cello. Have you been to Southend? Just once to get my cello. Oh right! I was like, you went down there. Ah right. Oh okay. Yeah. It's, During a in between the lockdowns, like in twenty twenty. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's overrated, Isabel. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush back. You looks quite lovely <laughs> where you are right now. That seaside looks a lot nicer than South End. Um, well, it's all right. Um, tell me a little bit about. It's your... a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, trust me, trust me. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with the record shop as you grew older. With the record shop, mm, was that something that become a, a, an important part of your life? Record shops. Oh yeah, like especially like around the ages of like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I'd go there all the time, and especially um, vinyl. Yeah, there'd always be like um, sort of snap snapping up stuff and discovering stuff, and uh, I can remember the first time I went to London and. Bought, like 
Odyssey and Oracle by the zombies. Like I was, I was just in a record shop in Notting Hill and I said, oh, I don't know, should I buy this to, to just a stranger? And he was like, definitely buy it. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, I love, love record shops. Do you still find yourself sort of, you know, if you're floating about and you see a record shop, you still dive in there? Um, I can do. I don't, because I've moved so much, like in the past two years, I don't have a record player yet. And my records are like in a shed at my cousin's um, in Scotland. So, uh, but I'm sure one day, like I seem to have lots of friends that have big record collections. Yeah. So I just kind of kind of enjoy that but um spotify's handy isn't it as much as everyone vilifies it and stuff it's a double-edged sword isn't it it's like everything you moan about this he's also got some really good things that if you want to discover new music it's so good for that isn't it so handy isn't it just like at at the push of a button like at your fingertips Yeah. yeah it's really absolutely but I can't. But vinyl for me is like about vinyl and the records and like the twelve inches. You can't really. It's just so aesthetically, just uh, it's just comforting and. It's, it, it, uh, I'm always really mindful not to sort of sound like an old granddad when when I start talking about my love of vinyl and things like that. And I, I do think that modern ways to get music have, have, have definitely got their their positives and pluses as well. I, the, the one thing I do find that I think he's lost where you no longer get vinyl or even CDs, he's like, I don't think people appreciate cover art as much anymore. I think when you pick up a record, that cover art will pop, wouldn't it, if it was good? And I think, nah, if you're just looking at it on your iPhone, on Spotify, you don't get to sort of see the, the, the work that's gone into it, you know? Yeah, I know. It just doesn't really translate. And also, it's just nice to have like a... Oh, that old wine went away. That was quite weird. He was just like listening into it. Like you were like, oh, it looks, looks lovely where you are. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like eh, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> he was like totally like um, earwigging. <laughs> and, he, and he was like spitting. He's drinking a big, uh, big uh, thing of cider, like Strongbow, like um, two liters. But anyway, he's, he's gone now. So I, I felt like. I felt judged. I felt like he was judging my answers. <laughs> He's going, eh. Plenty of that <laughs> in South End, Isabel. Plenty of that in South End. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's plenty of that here. It's, um, like, I go about, like, I go about here and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm from Glasgow. This is, and I'm, like, shocked. <laughs> like, like, my jaw is, like, on the pavement. I'm like, <gasps> like oh, my God. <laughs> It's an education. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Not in LA anymore. Right. I'll tell you what, it's where we're going clubbing. Tell me the song <laughs> that soundtrack your years in Clubland, please. And this, this hasn't got to be stainless steel, glossy, high street clubs. It can be sweaty dive bars, your local indie night. It can be anything. Yeah, well, I wasn't a clubber. I think I tried maybe two or three times. And I'd end up just like standing by the toilets and not really <laughs> just standing by the toilets and not really understanding or getting it. So, but um, we would go to the art school all the time. Like um, the guy that used to, I think he was involved with like Splash One, like the early days of like the Mary Chain and 
Primal scream and stuff like um, but he and Andrew Devine like so he ran a club at in the Vic Bar at, yeah. at Glasgow School of Art and it was called uh, Divine and uh, that's where we would go like every Saturday and um, he he's like a legend like he's inspired like so many fans and like he was always telling me about new tracks and I, he's like a, for me I, like I'm I'm always like outraged he's like a it's like an unsung hero, like seriously. But um, so my track would probably be uh, the new Sonics, like Have Love Will Travel. Oh, like wonderful. yeah, it's a real garage. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm not I'm not a clubber. Like I was hanging out with a friend the other week and I'm like, Granny don't know what tunes to put on. Like so I, I can I can do garage, I can do psychedelia, uh clubbing. No. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know it. But that tune's but. got got such a groove to it as well, though, hasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good, can dance to that. Good are you are you a dancer? Do you like to dance? Oh, um, I am. Like, like when I was a kid, um, my best friend, like Anna, her mum used to call me dance dancing Isabel because she's like, oh, is that dancing Isabel? Because I would like, you know, we'd be dancing to like uh, Bucks Feds, like hands up baby hands yeah. up that somehow feels Essex to me as well um I'm sure some of them must be from Essex but um uh, and I'd win all the dancing competitions yeah I I, I love dancing and as a as an old lady as an old get I'm loving it even more I'm just dancing dancing through life <laughs> All right, well, look, we, we've, we've been talking. I think the sun's gone to my head. Gone <laughs> well, we've been talking about uh, uh, my home county of Essex, but um, for track six, I'm, I want to take you home to your home county. Uh, Isabel, tell me a favourite song from your home county, please. Um, Falling and Laughing by Orange Juice. Oh, what a, what a record. It's, um, it opens the record, You Can't Hide Your Love Forever. Annie, God, even the lyrics, like I was just listening to it um, this morning and yesterday to just for these questions. And uh, I'm just like, oh, it's so, it's, it's still, it's, it's so true. Like, it's just excellent. How, yep. how important as, as somebody that wanted to be, you know, involved in music uh, in Scotland, how important were, you know, bands like Orange Juice and, and, and the, the, the postcard scene and that for you how, how, was was that just something real special so special because like obviously like I didn't really know them it's like in one of the many record shops like uh, Echo there was one in town in Glasgow and that's when I found the 12 inch of You Can't Hide Your Love Forever and um, but it's like it's like it makes it real like it makes it seem possible if someone's from where you are and they're doing what you would like to do it's like oh check out these guys these they 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 did it love it right isabel last track and uh what i'm gonna do is uh you can play tastemaker now um can you tell me a song please that you think many people may not know that you would like them to listen to um well I'm not sure how famous she is, um, but it's the song uh, 
and it's the live version recorded at Carnegie Hall by uh, Melanie. Uh, Some say I got devil. Um, just an amazing song. I feel like it could be my uh, it could be like a definitely a soundtrack for my life or something. Um, it's it's beautiful. Do you do you know it? Of course, yeah, it's a lovely song. Yeah, it's probably really famous. Probably everyone knows it, but to me, it was. When I heard it, I made an impression. Oh, so. it's, it's, it's a beautiful record. And, and, and what we do is well, we put together a little Spotify playlist of all the songs that you've picked so people can mm-hmm. go and listen to it. And if, uh, if there's records like that one that they've not heard, then they can go and, and check it out. Um, I know you're about to have a, a, a swim in a moment, but looking a little bit sort of past there, what, what's coming up the rest <laughs> of this year for you, mate? Um, making and working on a new record. Doing um, that. And uh, working on a box set of, um, it, it will take a while, but we're reissuing the Lanigan, the Campbell and Lanigan albums. Oh, so we're, because I, I had no, I'm honestly, I, it's like I live under a rock, but um, I didn't know that the vinyl wasn't available. So, um, so yeah, so we're, we're doing, doing that, doing my new records, hopefully some other nice things will happen. Uh, Lovely. Trying where, to stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> where are you at with a new record? Are you writing at the moment or are you recording? Um, I've, I've recorded half and I've written, I'd say, I've got quite a few to finish. So I'm um, like, I'd say three quarters of the way there. It's quite, nice. it's quite close. Yes. And then um, I also... Talking of Depeche Mode, I just collaborated. Have you heard of a guy, a project called The Humanist? Um, he, Rob Marshall, he lives here as well. Um, he he collaborated also. He wrote a lot of Gargoyle from Mark Lanigan, but yeah. um, he we we collaborated on his records. And uh, but he, he, I think he worked with the singer. What's the guy from Depeche Mode? The singer called Dave. Like, someone, like, um, yeah. Yeah, he, he worked. He worked with him quite a lot. Oh, so, nice. uh, so that's a new nice collaborator that's oh, been nice lovely. for me to meet. So, yeah. oh, lovely. Well, honestly, it's been a proper joy having a chat with you. Isabel. Oh, yeah, it's like... been really nice. To, I really enjoyed it. It's cheered me up. Today was a bit of a struggle. It was just like so hot. Like yeah. earlier, it was just like I can't do anything because anything <laughs> try and do it like it's just like. I went to the park to try and like exercise. I just couldn't. It was just too hot. So yeah, giving up. Well, <laughs> I will. Uh, I will love you and leave you and let you go and cool down yes. and jump in that cold sea behind you because it looks glorious, oh, mate. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Isabel. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thanks See you soon, mate. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. There you go. There you go. What a wonderful episode. Ah, oh, Isabel is an absolute delight. Um, I wish you could have, uh, if you haven't, then, then, then go and uh, join the Patreon and uh, and go over there and watch it because uh, she looks so cool just sitting there beachside, sun out on and, uh, and, and yeah, shades just looking so cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, did not think I'd be talking to Isabel Campbell today about Ghostbusters, but I feel all the more enriched for it. What a lovely human being. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm still buzzing. I'm recording this literally just after pressing stop on the 
Zoom call. Uh, and so I'm buzzing. Um, and so, yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed that chat. As mentioned at the beginning, go explore the back catalogue. Um, go listen to my episode with Ben and Sebastian. And, yeah, and there's hundreds of episodes. So go and have a, a trawl through it. And uh, and if you want to laugh, go to the very first episode. Start at the beginning with my chat with my good mate, Scroobius Pip. And, uh, and hear how nervous I am doing uh, an episode with one of my mates as well, which is really weird. Um, but that that's where it started and you you know i i, I hope i've got a little bit better at it uh, i feel a lot more relaxed now but um but there's hundreds of episodes so go and have a have a rummage around and, and drop us a message let us know what you think um give us a little like love share on the socials and yeah and i'll be back next time and, and in the meantime have a lovely day uh be nice to each other and i'll see you soon bye-bye It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me Stu Whipping. Eat it, boy.